The Bulletin. Well, the Bulletin this morning features uh, Mr. Graham Beasley, and we're pleased to, to have uh, Graham on the show this morning. Uh, we'll start with uh, a little bit of cricket, actually, I think, uh, with you, Graham. Um, the Black Caps going okay, I think it's fair to say, in England without setting the world on fire. And, of course, uh, finally coming up with their World Cup squad. What have you made of it all? Yeah, I thought the World Cup squad was reasonably predictable. Um, pretty happy with it. I um, I wrote a piece on Sunday night trying to pick it. Where else would there are 14 probables. Um, the last position, I had no idea where we'd go, really, whether they'd pick another fast bowler like uh, Jamison or Milne or top order cover with Alan Stifle and Nichols, but instead they went with James Neesham um, as that extra rounder. And I think that, that makes a fair bit of sense. You know, he's got a um, uh, a good record at going well in the big games. Um, obviously, World Cup experience from 2019 um, and and being an all rounder means that they can they can play around with the batting order a little bit. So um, yeah, I, I I actually think it's a good sign. Did you uh, forecast the fact that uh, Finn Allen, after this quite long experiment, the, the, they hung him uh, on the hook and said that's our man? Uh, did you find him not being there a surprise? And maybe Henry Nichols? Yeah, well, I thought there was a chance they may still pick Allen. Um, Especially with the Kane Williamson situation, you know, they, they might need that top order cover a few games. Um, and, and as you say, they've certainly put a lot of eggs in, in that basket. Um, I mean, I, I think he'd be one of the first people you'd pick in the T20 World Cup, um, but he just hasn't really shown himself in the 50 over game. Um, yeah, Nichols would have been someone else that I'd have, that have looked at. Um, but he hasn't actually really played that much in the last year or so. He seems to be more of a, a test player now. Um, and as I said, I thought Seifert might have been an option. Just a little bit concerned if, if Leighton goes down with an injury. I'm, I'm not sure that in any conditions, um, I think it would be a bit of a big task to, um, uh, to ask Conway to keep there. Totally agree. Absolutely, uh, totally uh, agree with you on that. That uh, to me is a, a little bit of a risk, right? Um, yeah. So the I mean, rugby world cup, yeah, would, yeah. Would be another option. Yeah, well, Tom, Tom, um, Blond, Tom Blunder was to me is like uh, to me he's like Daryl Mitchell. You, you give him a job and he doesn't appear to let you down, does he? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, he wouldn't let you down with the bat, and I think he'd be that keeping option. Um, and just before you leave cricket. Um, Obviously, yeah, there, were, there were a lot of tough watches over the weekend with the All Blacks and the Warriors. But I, at 10 o'clock on Sunday night, I sat down to watch the Black Caps play in Southampton. It was raining, okay. And so they played that replay of that 2019 final. It wasn't actually full replay of those highlights. And boy, that was like an hour on the couch talking to psychiatrists. They were really well having to, to relive all that stuff again, boy. <laughs> yeah. Guys should have really put out a Ponte warning, you know, one of those sudden some some things may offend sort of stuff. Uh, I can tell you, uh, Graham, uh, uh, since that, uh, in the last 12 months now that people have been starting to look forward to uh, this Cricket World Cup coming up, the amount of requests that have come from around the world from uh, media outlets or magazine shows or whatever to try and uh, relive that uh, last half hour. Uh, I mean, I'd love yeah. to have been paid for all of them. I, I tell you what, I made a bit of money, but you just can't. But, it, you know, it's just been it's staggering. And then, uh, ironically, um, of course, game one is um, is reliving that moment. And the, I think it's a, a wonderful piece of scheduling by the ICC, uh, to be honest. It is smart, isn't it? 
performance of uh, Aaron Routliff, who uh, I would imagine was probably one of the least known sporting personalities in this country, all of a sudden has got a hell of a profile. Kiwi Aaron, yeah, um, until the Aaron, <laughs> and a very strong Aaron accent. Um, yeah, fantastic achievement. Um, and it's achievement that is really hard to rank is into how important it is. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a global sport tennis. She's won a Grand Slam, but, you know, who, who won the men's doubles in New York? Who won the mixed doubles, etc.? It's sort of, it's uh, it's a little bit off to one side, but still a fantastic performance. And, you know, she had that really tough quarterfinal um, against the Americans with the crowd on, on, on their side, etc. So, um, yeah, and, and suddenly out of nowhere, you're right, she's become a household name and I assume she'll be coming out for the ASB Classic. I don't know if it's been announced. I would imagine, um, I'm going to ask Dave Worsley after 11 o'clock, but they do have doubles in it. Um, I would love to see that yeah. combo there. Um, that'll, it I mean, should, it, it's a, it, be quite a draw it's a hot ticket. It's a hot ticket item anyway, but, um, you know, and it sells out pretty readily, but uh, just the, the fact that we have a Kiwi champion to bring home for our kids to see and look at close up. And now, I, I mean, tennis needs that sort of thing. I mean, they should not squander that opportunity. I, I, I certainly hope they don't. And I've I got a, uh, quite a bit of belief in this uh, Nicholas Lamperon. I think he's a pretty uh, smooth operator and with a lot of connections. So let's hope that comes to fruition. Uh, Graham, um, let's uh, look also at the Warriors and the Knights this weekend. Um, you know, it was a bit underwhelming the other weekend. Uh, last weekend, I think we thought that might be on the cards, but how much do we have to have Sean Johnson? Yeah, I think we do. I, I think it'll be really tough, you know, and the Knights being in such such good form and on the streak, I think it's 11 now to the one on the road. Um, I'll admit that when I was watching the Knights playing the Raiders in the weekend, I was really wanting the Raiders to get up. Um, and it looks for a while as if they might, because I think that would have been the easier opponent. Um, so I think the Knights will be tough, but, you know, get them back here, get them to lose uh, one media stadium. Johnson's playing, um, you know, with, with that crowd behind them. Um, you know, you'd be, you would beat the Warriors, but, yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, I, I, I've got a belief, though. I, I just kind of think that, They've been, to me, um, you know, losing to the Dolphins. I'm still questioning whether you should have laid off that many players. Last week, I thought was relatively predictable going to the Blue Mountains and trying to beat them there. Uh, yeah. But this, I've just got a feel that they've got something that they're holding. Uh, uh, and I'm, I'm, and Webby, I still trust one hundred and ten percent. And I, I think he'll have them ready. I, I really do. Yeah, I think it will. Um, and Sydney having Johnson is going to make a difference. I'm just a little bit wary. I mean, as I say, I think if we played the Raiders, I'd be 100% confident. Um, I just think the Knights being on this, um, this run that they are at the moment uh, are going to be tough. But yeah, you, you, you can still back the Warriors, and it's going to be great at, um, atmosphere, isn't it? It's going to be fantastic, and uh, it's been confirmed, of course, that it. We'll be at Go Media Mount Smart Stadium as opposed to Eden Park. For those that are there, it will be a very special occasion. Right, uh, just finally, uh, we can't ignore it. Um, the Rugby World Cup, 
And uh, we're getting a lot of negative feedback. Uh, you know, when the All Blacks lose, that you're going to get negative feedback. This is negative, negative feedback. We're getting all of a sudden. Yeah, I was hearing you call us earlier on. It was, um, it was quite downhearting, really, wasn't it? But and, you know, and, and the sad thing is they're right. Um, it was, it was just brain, but from the All Blacks as much as anything. That's what, that's what got me. Um, they didn't change the way they played. Just giving away all those penalties. Um, some nameless kicking, and I can see why they kicked so much. Um, this all did lead up to a couple of tries kicking, so but a bit confidence in it. But also, we were running so much, so I can see why they went to the boot so often. But a lot of it was pretty aimless, and um, we were in, in the end completely outplayed. And I agree with whoever it was earlier on that said France have got an upside. You know, they they will get better than that. Um, and they'll play like that in the last 20 minutes for the full 80. And if, if they do that, I reckon they're going to be really hard to beat. For me, I'll I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, look, to me, they're still favourites. They've got um, most yeah. things in their favour for me, France. Uh, they can get um, one or two of those injured players back as well. I, I, I just think they they were, they were uh, I'd say, 80%, if, if, if that, 80% and beating us by a comfortable margin. Uh, Graham Beasley, yeah. thanks very much uh, for your time on the bulletin today, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Look forward to it,